that I'm feeling. All right, y'all. And that is our quote for this episode. Is this love from the legendary Bob Marley circa 1978? Hey everyone, welcome to Real Quick Moments, and this is Renee, and this is episode 8, Celibacy Part 2. And we're going to jump right into it. If you heard the quote for the day, it is, is this love? And that's from that song Bob Marley wrote in 1978, legendary Bob Marley, Jamaican artist. You know, he put Jamaica on the app, put Jamaica on the app with, you know, reggae music and so much other cultural things. Be sure to check it out. If you didn't know, your girl, she is Jamaican, 100%. Born and raised, big up on herself, all of the Jamaicans, yeah. But the song starts off saying, he's telling, he's telling the woman... He wants to love her and he wants to treat her right every day and every night. In the second verse, he tells her how long and where they will be together. But then if you listen to the song closely, if you look it up, you know, look up the lyrics on, you know, on Google or wheresoever, he begins to um, end the verse with saying or even asking the question, is this love? But then that is also my question. Does this man even know what love is? How is he going to tell a woman he wants to be with her all day, all night, where they're going to be? But yet then him asking her a question. Is this love? Now, because we're talking about celibacy, let me ask you this question. I don't know if you're celibate or not, but like we recapped before, the girl has been single and celibate waiting on the Lord for, you know, my husband, my purpose, my promise. I'm the rib to somebody else. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, my question is, or telling you, like I said, if a man or a woman has to ask you and they're your significant other, is this love? Pump the brakes. Just stop right there. If you have to ask them, or if they have to ask you, is this love? Why should that be a person that you should be giving your body to? Why an unsure person that doesn't know if this is love or what love should be or what it should feel like? Why would you want to give up your body to somebody that doesn't know? They shouldn't be asking me that question. They should know that they love me without a shadow of a doubt, without any question. They should know if they love me. I shouldn't have to remind them or come to a, a saving or, or a, a epiphany for them to be like, yeah, you love me. And this is why you're doing this or this is why I'm doing this with you. That shouldn't happen. That should be a first thing, right? So because we've been transparent and we're going to be transparent and I've gotten so many messages and, you know, shares and likes about this um, episode and I appreciate every one of you and everyone that is new and has subscribed and liked and share on Instagram. Hint, hint, please do this. Um, celibacy is not for the faint of hearts, but then again, if you've given yourself to God and if you've dedicated your life to being free from that state of mind of of compromise of having sex that is not a person that is your significant other that you don't know if you love but because you want to have a a short time feeling of sex or gratification of 5 10 15 minutes if you get any of those long short an hour two hour three hours if you've had sex before listen celibacy is the way to go because 
you do not want to have soul ties. You do not want to continue have somebody else's DNA in you. Every time you have sex, that DNA is now a part of you. Your DNA has now been altered and your DNA has now been transferred to that other person, right? You never thought about that. Look it up. Do your research. I was doing this research and I found this out by myself and I began to think, yo, they all about the place. Pieces of me is about the place and pieces of whoever was about the place with me. I was celibate for the first time for about maybe two, three years when I just got saved and, you know, became a Christian and, you know, got baptized and I dedicated my life to the Lord and I confessed the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior. And I decided and I believed that I no longer wanted to have my body all over the place, my mouth all over the place, doing all kind of ungodly things that I don't need to be doing. Um, I actually fell short and had sex with somebody that I believe that I loved, that I thought I loved, and I thought that person cared for me. But just like Bob Marley was saying or asking the question, is this love? I thought that was love, and I thought that person loved me. Knowing that I had shared them with them my journey saying, listen, I'm single, or I'm celibating and I love God, but I also start to develop feelings for this person. Now, I was young in my walk or new in my walk of Christianity. And um, it was, I was not even to say vulnerable. I gave myself or put myself in those situations or temptations that I should have stopped and pumped my brakes or find help or run like Joseph did run when he was in Potiphar's house from the temptation. I was feeling oh i was saved now i'm single and i'm serving the lord and i'm doing all these things and that oh the next thing should come marriage after i'm praying and doing all these things i'm good and this person like me and i'm going to marry me and we're going to be so happy and that person was not saved they said they were a christian and they said they believe in god and um that they believed that i was what i believed in and it was good for a while and talk was good and talk was cheap and they gave me and said what i wanted to hear and then I started um, going to that person's house. Bad move. Very bad move. Late night phone calls, talking. And we're not talking about the Bible. We're not talking about Jesus Christ. Or we're not talking about making life better or not doing things. But giving into our feelings and emotions. When here I was saying I was celibate and I'm praying and, you know, serving a lot and going to church and doing all these things. But here I am with a person that is nothing according to what I say I'm believing and holding fast to. This is contrary to everything, right? And fast forwarding, you know, I end up having sex with this person that wasn't my husband, that I wasn't engaged, that wasn't saved, that wasn't serving the Lord, but I thought was cute and he was saying all the right things and I was single and because I thought I was so horny that I couldn't wait and that I couldn't just burn and go pray that because it's been so long already. It's kind of like... Oh, why not? God's going to forgive me or this person loves this more so much. If it does happen, that it's going to be okay because we're going to be together. Wrong, 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 wrong. Okay, wrong. None of that never happened. We're never together anymore. We're not together anymore. Actually, I just started talking to this person. Or this person reached out to me recently um, of late. And, you know, reconciliation as far as forgiveness goes, um thanks be to God because not just needless to say that ended up in a bad situation where I got depressed and I got sad and I had given myself to this person and I had backslid and the relationship didn't work out and that was a whole nother story of um sadness and tears needless to say but thank God for his mercy right um 
so I had to start all over again. God had to pick me up all over again and to remind me, listen, I have something for you. I have a plan for you. I have somebody for you. But I needed to know that God had me. And having me, meaning I have to give myself to him, all of me. You have to give yourself to God, all of him, right? You have to sacrifice your body. You have to become that living sacrifice of giving up the desires of, of masturbating, of, of, of watching television shows, listening to certain songs or, or looking at certain pictures or imagining certain thoughts. You have to let go. I had to let go of those things because that door was open once I started having sex with that person. And <laughs> I'm not going to go there. But once I opened that door, it opened other doors, even if the person and I wasn't together. I had to be reminded that God was merciful and that not because somebody says with their mouth that they love you, that is an access to your body, that is an access to your mind and access to your spirit. You have to remember and know, say, why you became celibate or even what celibacy means to you and what is the the goal of your celibacy right now at my 31th birthday that i just celebrated and thinking back on saying man what if i didn't do that what if i held fast to god's word just like in proverbs um in proverbs 5 it says don't even go near the door of her house if you do you will give your best strength to others. If you do, your best years will be given to someone who is mean. And I read that and I was like, well, you know, it, it, even though it says her, I went to the door of a man. Actually, several men. Actually, after I had sex with that one person, even if it was years later, it was an on and off process of trying to stop having sex. It was an off and on process of you know, trying to stay saved and having those urges or desires, wanting to be with someone. And sometimes it wasn't even me wanting to have sex. It was more wanting the affection and the love of somebody to be there physically. Not that I didn't have friends, not that I didn't have um, people that cared for me or that I didn't know love, but I wanted to feel the affection. And even now realizing that that is one of my long lang love languages, affection, but it's my husband, love language, not for anybody else, right? I had to know what door was open and why I became celibate because I needed to, to, to understand, listen, you want something, but I'm not because I want something, is that what I need, right? And I'm going to go back right to Proverbs um, 5, verse 11, where it says, At the end of your life, you will groan. Your skin and your body will be worn out. Let <laughs> me tell you that last time. You're going to stretch out your body and give yourself to somebody else that don't belong to you and you don't belong to them and you're not in a covenant relationship. I'm a fact. Go deeper in Proverbs says, and when I preach this in that church, I just say give some reference to things that has helped me. Because Proverbs right now is about wisdom and you know seeking wisdom and help, not only from friends and prayer and books and TV shows, but also the Bible, the Word of God. Make sure it says, "The Lord watches a man's ways; He studies his path. A sinner is trapped by his own evil acts." He's held tight by the ropes of his sins. He will die because he refused to be corrected. His sins will capture him because he was very foolish. 
I was him. Him was me. Or back then, I was very foolish. I was very foolish into thinking somebody would love me so much that they will change for me. Because they loved me so much, they would go be saved and go to church. I don't think I didn't try to have my boyfriend at the time go to church with me and to pray with me and stop having sex. Of course, we tried. We lived, I stayed at his house. I went to Kilimanjaro to go and see this fellow at the time to to go down there to be to show my love and affection to be like i want to be like me i want to serve god but i want to love you and i want to do all things sister brother you're doing all these things for the girl and the boy but what am i do for you and even if they're not she may doing for you if them don't know if them love you and if them love you knowing that who you are in god or knowing that who you are being celibate keeping yourself unto marriage even if you're not saved and you're saying that you want to hold yourself steadfast to see what is going on to, to see working out Love them. Love them. You're not losing nothing. You're not losing nothing. It's not even like them say, you know, if it's for you, it will come back to you. No. If it is for you, God will send it back to you. If it is for you, God will send it back for you or tell you how to go and get it. Don't run after a man or a woman because of their happiness or their joy or what you think you need or what you should give because they should be in your life that is not love if they're unstable in knowing if they love you or not and don't want to honor your wishes or your desires of being whole until marriage of being sexually pure until marriage and marriage of being them and i don't mean kissing and touching and feeling upon oral sex and those things and yes i said it because if you feel like you're not having penis penetration vaginal penetration and you're doing those other things which is not sex it is sex okay blowjob and i'm being very candid and on here oral sex and i hope you're not doing anything else Okay, and I'm not going to come from my mouth. Hello? Those things is still sex. One sex that on the night is sex. Don't join it up. Don't join it up. I am praying that anybody listen to this message. Part two, celibacy, real quick moments. If you're talking to someone and you have feelings and affection for this person and you have been holding fast in prayer or just holding fast to your beliefs, right? Holding fast to your friendships, holding fast to your mind that you want to be pure and not filled with thoughts of another person wondering if they love you or that they will stay or commit to you once you've had sex. No, no. Let me tell you, no. No, and oh, no, that is your sign. Okay, I was here doing my due diligence today, letting you know celibacy, unto God, adultery, having sex with a married person, whether it is mentally, emotionally, is still adultery. Okay? Just in case you think we never talk that night. It's not your husband, it's not your wife, and you're having inappropriate conversations. Stop. Texting late at night pictures. Stop. That is a door that you're opening. Okay. Messaging or receiving messages constantly, even though you're not responding and you're not shutting it down because you're entertaining it in your mind. Stop. 
Stop those things. Celibacy is not only physically, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Free yourself from those things that you will have questions or doubt. Should you? Can you? Why not? It's been so long. Don't do those things that are going to cause continuous perversion and mind battles for you. Low them. Low. I'm sorry for the, you know, Americans. Leave those things alone. Please don't do them. That is not love. Love is kind. Being kind is knowing that I want to respect your wishes. I want to respect the wishes God has for you. God says a man and a woman. Right? And if you don't believe in marriage, <laughs> don't even want to listen. I Listen. Don't. A man and a woman, a, a man will leave his mother's house, his father's house, marry his wife, get married, have sex as married people. Because that's where sex came about. Being married. Sex never come about after. It came about for the purpose of having children to marry people, to enjoy sex, to enjoy recreational activities, if you would. But if you're a single and you're thinking about becoming celibate, oh, it's just for God and I just want to keep myself or I don't know, I don't know how people do it, you can do it. And I go back to telling you, you have accountability, have a support system, you know, focus on why you're doing it. What is your purpose? What is your outcome? Keep it in the forefront of your mind. You know, pray for what it is that you want. That time of clarity when you're not having Tom, Dick and Harry in your spirit and in your emotion, your DNA all over the place, doing all kinds of things, altering your DNA that God gave you to stay pure and consecrated for your husband or for your wife. Because that's the only time your DNA was supposed to be changed. Not with Tom, Dick, and Harry, and Joe, Schmo, and Tiffany, and Jody, and, and, and Stacey Ann. Okay? Celibacy. This is part two. I don't know if there's a part three. Maybe. But I want to end with this and tell you I pray that God will continue to strengthen you like he's strengthening me and keeping you and having a support system and love and touching your mind and giving you peace and being the help that you need. And honestly, sometimes if you're just like, yo, God, you know, you say it's better to marry than to burn, but do not just want to marry just to have sex. Marry for purpose. Marry for purpose. Marry for purpose. Marry for love. Don't marry for money. Don't marry for peace. Don't marry because you've been with a person so long. Don't marry because that person does this thing and you're compromising 50 other things because that's not going to be something fun in the long run it's not going to be something enjoyable or peaceful in the long run pray pray and pray believing that god knows and has your desires at heart and at hand and on his mind and you're on his mind and your happiness and your joy is on his mind and even your sexuality is on God's mind. All right, guys, make sure to like, subscribe us on YouTube, on Instagram. Make sure you like us on anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Google Chromecast. We will see if there will be a part three, but I just enjoy talking to you all and make sure to go ahead and send me any comments, any concerns, and let me know what you thought about this episode. All right. I hope you guys have a wonderful night, wonderful day. Whenever you are listening to this podcast, this is Renee and I am signing off.